Hi everyone, it's Ansa and welcome to the Great Change Podcast. And welcome back to the Great Change Podcast. I know it's been a while since we've had a new episode, but we're back. And today I'm with... It's your boy Joe, so no, he's back in the building and that. <laughs> yes. It's your girl Sissy and I'm here. And it's Mike. Where is it? And today we're talking about how uh, how to study the Bible and like why we study the Bible. But like before we get into that, we've just had exam season, and how was that for everybody? Um, I'll start because I didn't have exam. <laughs> so do you really count then? I do. I'm joking. I had um, how do you call it? Deadlines. I had essays to write, a presentation to do, and open exam question. And my grades are back. <laughs> if you are interested, I just want to tell you that I passed. Amen. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> um, all I can say is mine was very stressful, like very stressful, but glory to God, it went well, so thank God I feel about it. Mine was light still, lightweight, lightweight. No, God got me in that. Oh yeah, mine was yeah, mine was chilled. Um I didn't really have exams. Oh. Uh, I had placement, so and it went well. So but yeah, I found God. Yeah, thank God, yeah, same. It was it was it was stressful. Obviously I had to revise and stuff, but it was calm. It was calm. As as you guys have said, God got you, God's got me. So yeah. But um but one thing that I realised that when when it comes to like studying for exams, I'd rather study my Bible than study. Oh that's that's when I want to read my Bible more. But um yeah, so let's get into this. First of question is what exactly is the Bible? I think our Pastor Joseph should start with yeah. Um I'm of God still, but um the Bible is a collection of books. I think um yeah, collection of books to help guide Christians through life. Mm, I agree. Anybody have anything they want to add? Um, I would also like to ask that the Bible also helps us know <clears throat> how God was, what well, God is, and how He wants us to live our lives. Mm. Like, yeah, you know what He wants us to do. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, the Bible can be anything you want it to be. I think it can be a storybook, a very very interesting storybook. Mm. Um, there are very interesting personalities in the Bible. Mm. Um, the Bible can be very scary as well. Mm. Yeah, it's good to read Revelations. Well, well, I'm back in that. Very, very interesting stories. Like, mm-hmm. it's for like, wow, like it's amazing. What's, like, your, what's, what's a story that comes to mind that's very interesting? Um, Lot, Lot and his children. Oh, Lot's wife, beloved Lot. No, his, his children. <laughs> No, but I'm saying, I'm saying <coughs> Lot's wife, that one is mad, but... His children's one that, you know, yeah. um, you know, tempted him mm. to drop. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, everyone has talked, so I'm not talked. But, um, yeah, it's just, as all of you said, it's just a guide, um, which Christians are meant to use, and um, as to back up everything. Um, they say basically that the Bible is the answer to every problem that mm. we have in life. So, mm. um, but yeah, 
Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard of the acronym for Bible. It's Basic Instructions Book for Living on Earth. Thank you very much, Cynthia. That was beautiful. Wait, yeah. Basic Instruction Book for Living. The, the four. The four isn't yeah, silent. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah, I agree. So then that brings us to uh, actually before we go on to that, something that I found interesting is that the Bible doesn't actually ever use the word Bible in the Bible. Like the Bible is not found. Any time that is referring to the Bible is usually like the Book of Law or the, the Word of God or the Word of Life, which is very interesting. But anyways, let's get into the next question: Is why should we study the Bible? Go on, Rosie. Why should we study the Bible? Right, um, you should study the Bible to know God. Hmm. Why do you study the Bible? Why do I study the Bible? So I study the Bible, to, like I said, to know God, to know what he expects of me, hmm. to know what I should do, to know what's right, right, what's right and what's wrong. Because I can't just decide that this is right or this is wrong. I don't get to decide that. So I have to read the Bible to know that. And like Mike said, everything is in the Bible, like... Every situation you're going through is in the Bible. So sometimes it's also to help you through what you're going through. That makes sense. Mm. But uh, yeah. And also to encourage you because, you know, sometimes the word of the Lord helps encourage you in most situations. Yeah. Well, I think I read the Bible to know God, but as well to know myself. Because sometimes I read the Bible and I realise that so many things about my characteristics, my personalities are in the Bible. The way I behave, the things I say, mm. the signs I make, mm. the way I behave, the way I judge people, everything is in the Bible. And the Bible helps me to know myself and how to become a better person, but not only like to face life and you know to get the answers that i need because have you ever been in a situation where you're going through something mm. and you just open your bible i think that happens like once every year and you just get that verse of the bible that's just giving you the answer mm. Mm. yeah that's cool like the answer or maybe you're behaving a certain way and and you know you read something about the bible about what happened to that person and you know you just change and you get to realize that I just feel like the Bible is very interesting. Um, whoever wrote the Bible, <laughs> it wasn't written by. I think it was Moses. The Almighty God. It was written by Amen. a collection. It, wasn't written by of, it was a collection of. It was yeah. written by Society. different people, but it's yeah. inspired by God. It's, it's, I can't remember where it says in the Bible, but it says all, all Scripture is God breathed. I think it's um, Hebrews or something. But um, nah, yeah, the Bible is very interesting. And scary, very scary. But why do you think it's scary? Because the Bible tells me the truth, mm-hmm. and sometimes I don't want to know the truth. Oh, it sometimes, helps yeah, sometimes, it's, it's, yeah, it just makes me realize things that I don't want to realize, like you know, certain behaviors that I'm displaying that are wrong. I just don't want to know they're wrong. But the Bible is just gonna open my eyes and be like, okay, mm-hmm. if this is what you're doing, you're gonna go to hell you're yeah. not going to make it to heaven and it's scary because it's telling you the truth straight away and what's about the bible does not sugarcoat anything mm-hmm. like it's very simple and plain like that it is what it is yeah i feel and, like you know people just try to take the take bible it. and twist it and mm-hmm. just overcomplicate it mm-hmm. yeah but 
one of my favorite scriptures that links to what you're saying is Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 it says for the word of God is alive and active sharper than any double-edged sword it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit joint joints and marrow it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart and also another scripture about reading when we read the word and it points out you know like something like a sin that we've done and like mm. is is revealing to us something that we've done that's bad um, James chapter 1 verse 23 to 25 says but if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in the mirror for he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like but the one who looks into the perfect law the law of liberty and, per- and perseveres being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts who will be blessed in his doing so when we read the word of God it's there to point out the things that we need to work on and the things that we need to change if we go to a mirror and we see something on our face and we don't fix it, we go away and then we forget what's on our face. We haven't really changed, have we? We haven't removed that thing from our face. But yeah. What about you, Joseph? What do you think? Why, why do you study the Bible? Why do I study the Bible? Because um, I study the Bible, one thing I know is that we're not of the world mm. and there are so many things in the world that is counter quest even the subtle ones i think the my scariest thing is being conformed but subtly like Ooh. not knowing that i'm being conformed and the bible kind of like g checks me and puts me on the right path romans 12 2 says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of the mind and i think being able to renew your mind is the most important thing in terms of this day and age even in terms of like <laughs> The music you listen to and the only way you're going to renew your mind and reprogram your mind is reading the word of god and knowing what god wants and therefore even like even all these christian people who who are giving you bible verses who are backing that point mm. but um, reading the word will help you know what aligns with the bible and what doesn't yeah because i think it finishes up that that by testing you, you made a certain you no know, wrong one we yeah. proved the will of god for yourself that one yeah yeah and then also for wisdom and knowledge, isn't it? And to show yourself approved. Amen, my sister. Amen. I think one of my biggest Second uh, Timothy two fifteen. One of my biggest thing is I stood the word just because I love God. I think that's my my biggest thing. Not in terms of because I want to go to heaven or because I want to become more righteous because. We are as righteous as the day we accepted him. We're not going to get any more righteous. Like, the Bible talks about that we are saved not by our work but by grace. Mm. And I think, I think now that I'm, even though I hear it all the time, I'm kind of understanding it better in a new light. And it kind of is hitting a bit more. I put down, our righteousness doesn't, hey, let's start again. Our righteousness doesn't depend on our present performance or on Jesus' finished performance. Mm. And I think that's something that we all kind of need to, Kind of remember, mm. but yeah, that's why I studied my Bible. Nice. Mine. Um, when it comes to me, <clears throat> I usually ask this question first: is like, why you were born again? Mm. And when I say why you were born again, why is it to be a born again? So when you are born again, it's like to have the life of God replaced into a human life. So. The divine nature of God has to replace the human nature that we have. So um, 
that's why we are born again. So we basically need to live like Christ. Like, how do we do that if we don't have the knowledge that we have? Uh, it's because of the Bible. So the Bible has been given us. It's been given to us so that we can follow the the life of Christ. And He's gave us scenarios. He's gave us parables. He's gave us stories. Mm. He's gave us many things to guide us to get to live that uh, divine life and have that divine life into us um, and yes once we mentioned it's just to acquire knowledge and because obviously the love of God and sometimes don't get it twisted as Christians you're not always going to be oh I want to read the Bible I want to read the Bible because uh, at the end of the day we're humans mm. and uh, we need to put an effort to read the Bible and preach. I remember in church, I think you were talking about it, like it's not going to be a normal instant. So it's not something that you might always want to do. You know what I'm saying? Even though we're meant to do it, like we're going to... When when it's time to read the Bible, you feel you feel tired. You feel weak. You feel like, can I really be bothered doing it? And that's when, because we're humans in it and we find maybe other things more pressurable. Mm. Um, but um, it's like, I say as a commandment given to us. Uh, and when I say as a commandment, it motivates me. Obviously, other people see it different. But if I see it as a, it's a must do, it gives me that, uh, that like fire in me. Like, yeah, let me read it. And when I read it, I get to find things that I didn't know. And don't get interested. And I slack sometimes reading the Bible, like not sometimes, but multiple times. But um, I'm always uh, picking myself up and to know that knowledge and to know more about God. Yeah, and so the Bible is not, it's not really easy. You know, the thing that puts me off about reading the Bible sometimes is because I don't get it straight away. Mm-hmm. Like, every reading those verses of the Bible that it just does not make sense. Like, even the words that we're using, to, it just does not make sense. That means I need to read it. Why research it? The name. Translate it down. It's wrong. It's cause, you know what? It's because um, I was listening to a message and it's, there was they said that there's a difference between reading the Bible and studying the Bible. Mm. And if you read the Bible, just read it. Yeah. You're gonna. You might. You might just get the story. Like you know, what I'm saying mm. like when people like tell the story. But if you don't study, you don't really get the deeper meaning about it. Mm. And sometimes. If we look at the Bible, there's so many verses that are, are similar, mm-hmm. and it's because and they're linked to each other. So mm-hmm. when you find one verse, if you research it, find the other verse and read the other verses, there's at least three similar verses in, yeah. in, in in all the Bible in it. And if you read them, you actually start and read the chapter, read the story behind it. You actually start understanding that okay, this will make sense why this was that mm-hmm. and this was that. Yeah. And, yeah. No, I agree. I, I, I say that the difference between, like, let's say, an atheist reading the Bible and uh, trying to understand it and a Christian is the fact that we'll get that get into that later, but asking like, the Holy Spirit to like reveal and to teach yeah. and to, you know, so that you can understand what you're reading yeah. and reading the Bible intentionally, not just reading it as like a, like a, storybook from the library mm-hmm. but um 
Yeah. It's not easy though. It's not easy at all. I feel like sometimes it helps to get like different because you got KJV, NLT, and like, yes. you, like try to read different mm. types yeah. and like try to see where they're coming from. Mm. Sometimes it also helps. Mm. It does help. Yeah. But uh, yeah, why I studied the Bible? Uh, well, I'm sure like all of us here when we were when we start taking the walk of Christ more seriously. As you said, like reading the Bible wasn't something. Like for me, reading the Bible was not something that I did like personally in my own time. Just morning prayer, night prayer, or when whenever my my, my dad brings the family together and we we uh, read the Bible. That was that was the only time I was reading the Bible. I wasn't trying to have read or study the Bible myself, but yeah, like why I read the Bible now is to is to know more about God to understand that these these stories are there for a reason. The reason why, you know, Noah or Moses or Ruth or even Paul, the reason why we are able to read about them in the Bible is for a reason. And it's not just there to be their sake. Uh, everything that God does is intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to know more about God. And uh, when I was, I was doing a study one time and um, I was trying to find out what no no means because obviously we want to know God, but like how can, how do how do how can you say you know know God and the 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 definition that I got from Google is to know someone means know someone in brackets means to have developed a relationship with someone through meeting and spending time with them be familiar or friendly with and so it's not enough to say you know God but you're not we're not like putting in effort to read his word because that is how we get to know him or spending time in prayer with him and the 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 definition i got from my study bible is to be intimately familiar with to discern and to know to know god is to build a relationship with him and how else are you going to build a relationship with someone if you don't have constant meetings with them you can't just you can't you can't you see somebody on the street one time you have one conversation that's it and then someone's like oh my gosh you know this girl, you're like, yeah, yeah, I know her. Um, but do you actually know them? Do you actually know them or are you just saying that based on that conversation you had with them? So yeah, that's why I studied the Bible, to know more about God. But also, there's also a little bit of me studying the Bible because I feel like I have to. Mm. Um, in the sense that I know that if I don't, then like Joseph said about the Bible G checking you, um, I know if I don't, then I will back backslide. Like, yeah, cause sometimes I do something wrong, then I open the Bible and I read it, and then I'm like, rah, okay. But yeah. Um. So some scriptures that I found, uh, Deuteronomy chapter eight verse three, the the latter part of it says to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And manna um, is from the Hebrew words manhu, which means what is it? And um, God miraculously provided this food, manna, to his people to teach them to have total dependence on him. And the way we can have total dependence on, on him is by reading his word. And as it says, that man shall not live on bread alone. And then I remembered that this is the, this is the scripture that Jesus quoted when the Bible told him to turn the rocks to bread or something like that, he said that it is written that man shall not live on bread alone, but on the words that um, that comes from the mouth of God. And 
that kind of made me think about how sometimes we find we, we're like how can we apply the old testament to our lives because we feel like oh that's not our time that's not our time so that not that doesn't really apply to us but here jesus is quoting it so i, I thought that was interesting but um yeah it says it here that we can't live on you know physical food alone because that's only going to get us so far uh, and and do you feel like when when you've when you start your day reading the word of God and when you don't start your day reading the word of God, like there's a difference, like Yeah, like when I read the Bible before going to work, I just feel like I'm already first line with God on that day. Mm. I'm like, you know, God is just gonna I don't know, mm. drop me a blessing. You know, because I read the Bible this morning before going to work. That the way it just makes me happy. Mm. Like reading the Bible before anything, I'm like, all right, today God is just gonna look at me and smile or mm. you know, it's just gonna walk with me throughout my day. It's just, it's just, there's just this feeling. Yeah, even if it's that small quote mm. that you read, like God, today I read the Bible. Yeah, I've been here with you, and you know, I've done what you asked me to do. So maybe it's time for you to do small something for me too. You know, <laughs> what you're vibing God, you know. What? <laughs> No, but it's like, you know, I, I read yeah. the Bible, God. I woke up this morning, I opened the word, I read the Bible, I got to know you. Or mm. Even though sometimes I don't understand the Bible. Because how many times have I opened the Bible, read, I just have to close it and come back again. Because it just doesn't come straight away. Yeah. And then, you know, at the end of the day, um, maybe someone will just call you on the phone. And then mm. when you finish that talk, you realize that you just read that from the Bible. Yeah. It's like God is like... That's the answer you needed. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you need an answer, you need a no or yes answer from God. Yeah. And you don't get it. And I just realized that sometimes if God wants to give you an answer, God's answers are always going to be clear. That's one thing I know about myself. Mm. Anytime I have a doubt, that means it's not good. Yeah. It's always going to be clear. Like, there should not be doubt when it comes to God's answers. It actually says that, because I remember I was struggling with something. I was like, should I, should I do it or should I not? And I came across a scripture in the, in the Bible where it says, if you're basically, in it, to summarize, it's saying that if you're contemplating something, the answer's already know. Mm-hmm. Because if it's, if it's the right thing to do, it should be clear on you doing it. And yeah, you're right. Like, when it, when, <coughs> when it comes to God, like, giving an answer, his answer's always clear. Um, and, and I was thinking, sometimes we're like, oh, we want God to speak to us, um, or... God, please speak to me. But the, the thing is that God is always speaking to us yeah. and it's just about us listening. Um, um, and Revelation chapter 3 verse 20 says, Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. So, you know, God is always, Christ, well, God is always knocking on the door and it's just about <coughs> us listening and being in the right environment. Like Psalm 46 verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So as I was so busy with life and doing all of these things and doing all of that, but we need to like be calm, be in the right environment to hear about, to hear from God. But we'll... Just to just to jump on that, just to kind of expand on what you were saying. Mm. Um, I'm basically gonna repeat what you said in there, but like if you're in a room with the wrong people, the wrong crowd, where people are distracting you in the in the yard, you're not gonna be able to hear the door being knocked. So therefore you're not gonna be able to hear mm. God knocking on it. So back from what you're saying about the right environment, having the right people around you who who can also listen for you. Cause like the person who called you to give you that word, they've also heard from God. And it's like that God is using them 
to help you. But if they're <coughs> if you're surrounded with the wrong people yeah. in the in the house that are making too much noise, you're not gonna be able to hear God. Mm. And even with, even with like, your Christian friends, when you sometimes you just you pray or you're being still, you will be able to hear the door knock. So about just what you're saying, being in the right environment so you can hear the door knocking because God is always knocking. It's just about are you listening? But yeah. No, I hear that still. I was also thinking about like what the Bible is about it being like an instruction on how to live like our lives as, as Christians and like it's like say when we're all in university and we're given like an assignment or something that we need to do and and the, the lecturer is just like okay do this assignment and that's it that's all they don't they don't give you you don't have a rubric or like the criteria of like bullet points of what you need to include in it. Um, how how does the lecture expect you? And you've had no like lectures on that topic. The the lectures is like yeah do this assignment. How how does the lecture expect you to to write to um, complete the assignment to the best of your ability or to get a good a decent grade? And it's like it's like this heavenly it's like this heavenly race as Paul describes it as a race. Um, if we have the Bible there to help us on this race. So when we come across like obstacles and things like that, we can find how to overcome it in the Bible. And it's like, <coughs> like we are, we should be grateful to God that we even have the Bible because sometimes we're like, oh my gosh, it's so hard to get to heaven. Oh, this life, like it's so hard to get to heaven, which yeah, fair. Cause we are in the sinful world and there is temptation and trials, but like we have the Bible to help us and to guide us and that's what God has given us to guide us because he knows that it won't be easy for us and that's why we have the Bible yeah and I love how the Bible does not expect us to be perfect mm -mm. like it's already written that we're born by flesh so it's giving you the instructions of how to amend things in case you fall short in the presence of the Lord mm. so I love how it's like telling me that okay this has happened this is what you're going to do this is what will happen mm. this is how you're going to behave this is what you will say like, this is how you're going to fix it. This is how you can fix it. This is how you can amend it. You know, when you're having an argument with your parents, God is like, you know, this is what you can do. You can pray about it. Mm. Or when you're going far away. Because everything, every behaviour I'm currently displaying right now, and I think from my birth to when I'm going to meet my father, is already in the Bible. Mm. It's just that I've not, I've not got to the point where I've not finished reading the Bible. So I feel like... You can never finish, finish Do you get it? I'm like, so... Everything is there. The point is, you have not found it yet. So, you know, some behavior is like, oh my God, I'm not. It's there. It's there, you know. You've just not read about it. Yeah. I just don't know how to fix it. <coughs> so, I feel like, you know, the Bible is mysterious. Mm. Um, um, yeah, it's like what Professor said Sunday. Um, we, we don't do. Like when we in uni, let's not do assignments just to pass the mm -hmm. exam, mm. but to actually acquire the knowledge. And because the knowledge you're going to need the later on in your actually work experience or your career or whatever. Mm. And it's the same with the word of God, uh, reading and prayers. Like when you, when you read the word of God, you might not read it just for that moment or because you have to. But there's going to be a point in time in life where that word of God that you read, you're going to be able to use it to, mm. speak, to speak, like, especially when we pray. Um, sometimes we need to speak the word of God out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what Jesus did to say. 
Mm. And same same thing like prayers. We don't pray for now. We might be praying Every for later. Season. So exactly. So like when soldiers go to war, uh, like they don't train because there's a war tomorrow. They don't know when the war is. You know what I'm saying the people, these British soldiers, the USA soldiers, they're training now. One day a war will come. You know what I'm saying, and they are ready. They're prepared. Because all the training they've been doing is mm. for that time, you know what I'm saying? So we are praying, we are we are reading the word, we're preparing ourselves, we're rebuilding our spirits. Yeah, and you are actually on the day way. on the day um, the war comes or whatever, we will be able to yeah, do it. Need to be that yeah. watchman, you know, yeah. behind the fence, ready, steady. The, um, the coming of Christ will be like the thief, the thief in the night. No one knows the time. No one knows the time. Your heart, your heart, your heart. <laughs> and like, I, someone said something interesting. I, I don't know who you can't remember, but they said how like, if you if you if you can't if you're not getting into the presence of God now, like reading the Bible or like worshiping God now, like that's what we're gonna be doing in in. in every, Do you so, get? So you. <laughs> If you don't, if you don't enjoy it, like if you don't like actively try to do it, like, like what do you expect? You actually be shouting in hell. When I was actually preparing for this, I found an interesting scripture in Psalms one one nine verse nine to ten, and it says, "How can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word?" I, uh, verse 10, I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your command. And this just goes to show you know about the Bible keeping us on the right path while we read it. Um, and, you know, we're all young people here. Um, and and young person there might just be someone that's young in the faith, someone that's newly come to Christ. That's how they to continue on that right path, is to continue and to read the word of God. And, uh, yeah... I also got here that it helps us build our faith. Yeah, faith comes from listening to this good news, the good news about Christ, to set us free and to know the truth. Because uh, John chapter 8, verse 32, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Um, the word of God convicts. And also, there's actually, I didn't say this earlier, but there's, there's a scripture in 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. Yeah, that's the one. Um, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is proper, profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness. And these are all the things that the Bible do, does. And these are all the things that we've we've experienced, you know, about the Bible, like um, making us think about, you know, our life and things we've done wrong and correcting us and to teach us. But yeah, let's let's go, let's get into the uh, nitty gritty of this or. And it's like, how? <laughs> Sorry, let, me, let me try that again. Guys, so next question is, how do you, just a quick question actually before that is, what do you think happens if you don't read your Bible? Hey! Wait, you don't read the like, Bible. Like constant, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying like, okay, maybe on a, if you don't read your Bible for a day, you already start to notice the difference, but like, yeah, never mind, carry on. I feel like that's me though. Um, when I don't read the Bible, life is chilled. Let me explain. Let me explain. There is no problem. Everything is cool mm. because the devil knows that he can, you know, just throw me shades from here and there. Hey, sure. 
Because when you don't read the Bible, it's like there is no hala, there is no temptation, there is no battles coming your way because mm. you're straying away from the word of God. Yeah. Because me, when I read the Bible often, yeah, that's when heaven falls like temptation up here and down. Because I'm getting to know the truth and the devil is pained. Try. But when I don't, man is just enjoying it down there. He's just like, oh, this one is going far away from the word of God. When I don't read the Bible yet, I feel guilty. Mm. Like, <laughs> guilty would just follow me up and down. And I, I won't be able, like, like you, you carry your things here, yeah? your daily life born, but you're always going to think about the fact that you've not read the Bible for a week. Mm. It doesn't matter how much you think about it. It doesn't matter how much you try not to think about it. Mm. Especially when you know it's not right. It's guilty conscience. I feel guilty when I don't read the Bible. Like, it's, it's really... It's, it's going to press me on to actually open the Bible and read. Even if it's like five minutes reading, it doesn't make a difference, right? I'm just going like a whole week without reading. Mm. And it's just... I just feel like... When I read the Bible, like, God has, has forsaken me. God has finished here. I'm finished at this point. That's, like, that's... It, it, it's, it's, my, it's, my, it's my mentality. I'm like, if I'm not in a relationship with God... If I'm not reading, I'm not in a relationship with God. So I can't really ask him anything. He's not going to do anything for me because I don't know him. Mm, I feel like that sometimes. Like, if I want something, I'm like, yeah. Hey, God, I know that I haven't done this, but like, please. I know. But yeah. I know. But that's, um, that, but that's why we're not saved by our works. We're saved by works. That's, we God for that shot. Because if it was by works, mm. yeah, we've all failed. Well, all I want to say is 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 17 says that that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So I just feel like the Bible like equips you. It like imagine going to an, going to an exam and you don't have a pen or you don't have your pencil case. Like what are you gonna do? And there is none like no spare. Like I, the equipment there. Right you're going to write with your nails. <gasps> do you know what I mean? Is it so that? the Bible equips you for the world. It equips you for life. It provides you with everything. Armor. Armor. Yeah. The armor. Ephesians chapter six. See, I wish she says that there. You let me write a big hundred percent. She's so special. I'm just talking to him. Um, so basically, it just equips you for life and it like helps you like to provide you with the right equipment for every situation and any situation that um, mm. you will encounter in life. So, mm. and as well, let me just add this you know, reading the Bible is like having arguments. And having arguments. No, something is going on in your character. <laughs> no, I do though. And then you have an argument with someone. You need something to back it up. Mm. You're not just going to write your essay and just write it there. You don't put your bibliography and send it to you. Mm-hmm. It's failed already. So you're not going to be there having an argument with someone and you don't back it up with the word of God. Mm. Where is that information coming from? Mm. Like, how, how do you show that? So I feel like knowing the Bible helps me, to, you know, gives me more confidence. Like, I'm talking to you. I know what I'm talking about. But like, what do you mean by arguments? You mean arguments with other people? Or like, you arguments, even arguments yourself? like just talking, like just talking with someone. Oh, for you, meant like within your, like yourself. Yeah, I can have 
happening with anybody. Because like, I get that, I get the like the, the personal argument. Like sometimes we try to justify why we did something <coughs> wrong, but yeah. But yeah, like uh, there's no difference between someone that doesn't read the Bible and someone that reads the Bible and doesn't understand it. You are both mm. on the same level. Because mm. um, you don't apply it. Don't. Say that again, say that again, say that again. So there's no difference between someone that does not read the Bible, yeah, and someone that just reads the Bible and doesn't take anything and doesn't understand it. Both of you are basically in the same level. I don't know. Do you know why? Um, Go on, tell me. The, um, uh, in, the, in the Bible, there's the Ethiopian Enoch, if you mm. check in the Bible, um, it was with Philip, and Ethiopian Enoch was reading the Bible, was reading the Word of God, he knew everything, you know what I'm saying, and, and Philip asked him, do you understand it, do you understand what you're reading, and the Ethiopian Enoch was like, how can I understand understand them when no one is guiding me, uh, so in this case, um, and that's why, if you see, if you read the later on in, uh, down the verses, um, Philip actually ends up explaining what the gospel to him and everything, and then that's how he, give, he started giving the life, he gave his life to Christ. So even though he had the word of God with him, he read it. So if if he told him, like there was one point, he was like, "Is this he, the guy asked? Is this man talking about his life?" Like is is it like he don't he didn't have understanding of the word of God, so many people just read the word of God, and we're just reading it. We know everything that's in it, mm. but we can't. We don't really understand the meaning behind the the word of God, and so we're just leaving it, and we can't call ourselves born again. Uh, and there's this obviously we all know this Bible verse. Uh, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Yeah. For six eight. And, and it's not because we are weak or we are strong, it's because we don't have the lack of knowledge. We don't, we don't have it. We don't get it. And if we check on first Peter two I think first Peter one twenty three says, uh, having been born again, not of a corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God which lives um abides forever. So when we're born, we're born of a corruptible seed. So when we are there, we can be corrupted easily. As soon as we gave our life to Christ, we are uncorruptible. So when, and the only reason we, we that's why I said, when we're born again, we have to have that divine, uh, like we, we change our life from a divine nature to a, a, a human nature to divine nature. Because when you're born again, you need to intake the word of God. Mm. And, and when we take the uh, word of God, we become that incorruptible seed. So that when we are out there, we can't be corrupted by the people. But when we're not born again, obviously sincerely born again, we are made of that corruptible seed. So any, anywhere we go, we just intake, we intake. If it's the Satanist, we go and intake. If it's the Buddhist, we go and intake. We just intake everything. And we're corrupted by all the news around us. You're hard still, you're hard. It kind of reminds me of that parable that Jesus gave about the seeds that were sown in different um, grounds, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, the heart stuff. And I think Jesus told the Jews that um, 
because uh, I think what do you say? These are the Jews. Um, I think you are mistaken because you don't know the word of God. You don't know the scriptures. Something like that. I forgot. I think it's in the book of Matthew uh, somewhere. He said, um, he told the Jews, you are mistaken because you don't know the word of God. Mm. So as soon as you don't know the word of God, you don't know, you can't preach it. Mm. You're basically, and you come back as St. John was saying, you're basically mistaken because you need the word of God to back you and guide you through it. Mm. Yeah. I was gonna jump on what Moses was saying about um like if you don't read the word of God, you're going to like a sword fight. You're going to like a a gunfight with a knife kind of things. Um and obviously in the, in the Ephesians six it talks about the the armor of God mm. and the only I guess attackive um thing you have in the Bible. It says um Ephesians six 17 towards the, the like B part says and the word of God as the sword which the spirit gives you and obviously you can have the word of God and read it like everyone's been saying but what the, the part that the spirit gives you is the part where you study it and where the spirit actually discerns what you're saying so I think that's the I think even that kind of shows like the weapon's only given to you once it's been studied and once the spirit has been built it to you and not just by reading it mm-hmm. but yeah so like it's enough to to be to have the word of God, because because Ephesians chapter six verse verse is it says to put on the whole armor of God. No one's gonna come in and put it on for you. Mm. It's enough to have the word of God there, but are you actually picking it up to read it and mm. study it? That's like having that's like you're going preparing for that gunfight or fight or whatever, and they've given you a piece of armor. The arm the armor's there. You know that it's gonna protect you, but it's up to you whether you put it on or you take it off. But anyways, if you check uh, one more thing in Second Peter one, uh, verse three says, "As His divine power has given to us uh, all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His glory and virtue." So uh, basically, saying that He has already gave us the abilities, gave us the power. Mm. Um, sometimes that's why sometimes the uh, people pray wrongly. Uh, God, give me the. Uh, like for example when it comes to healing god healed this person here yes god can heal mm. but god has already gave us like the healing power by his stripes i'm saying he has gave us the healing power so mm. what we have to do is just to call the manifestation of his healing power to come upon and this is not only when it comes to healing to many things god has gave us the power to do so many things mm. but how do we get this power and it says through the knowledge of him mm. who, called, uh, who called us by his glory and virtue so uh, by getting that knowledge we can use mm. the power God always has a way of confirming his word because I actually saw something on Instagram today and it said how we should stop praying for God to help us because he wants to help us. Like if there's someone that, if there's anybody that's rooting for your future, it's God. So he's, he's willing, he's always there to help us, but rather we should thank him for helping us and not God, please help me, God, please help me, but thank you, Lord, for helping me. Hi guys, so that's the end of part one of how to study a bible part two will be up shortly where we talk about how and what we exactly we do during our quiet times and what how we study the bible i hope you enjoyed the first part and like always if you have anything to say to us at the great change podcast you can email at greatchangetc@gmail.com, at gmail.com and 
yeah i'll see you in part two bye Thank you.